know, this feels get there. very like Parks and Rec treat yourself. It's like <laughs> fan fest, treat yourself, face tattoos, treat yourself, burritos, treat yourself. Like that's the level. Bring your food, bring your bring whatever you need to get through fan fest. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> it is it's our treat yourself moment Welcome to Casual FC, an Angel City preview pod. I'm your host, Mario Salazar, with the amazing yet slightly glutenated co-host, <laughs> Angela Morales. <laughs> yeah, so for everybody who doesn't know, I have a gluten intolerance. I cannot get diagnosed as celiac, but I basically am one. And I got gluten at a place that... I shouldn't have been glutened at. So hooray! It's Thanks, that sneak, Barbara. It's that sneak gluten that'll get you in there. Cross contamination, man. Jeez. Oh, well, you know what yeah. that you know what that means. I think that just means we need to go back to open face in. a hundred percent. In West Adams, in that West place Adam. was delicious. Yes, I've been thinking about that place lately. We definitely need to go back. If anyone is ever in the West Adams neighborhood, there's a place called. Open face. It does Scandinavian uh, open face sandwiches. It is amazing. It's amazing. And the owners are fantastic. And it's a a wonderfully put together or operation. Definitely go. Definitely go. Yes. But back to what we were talking about. We're still alive, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Angel City. Yeah. Is still in it. Race still to the playoff chaos it. is full it's force so insanity. Yeah. So on the last episode of Angel City Football Club, we took on the Houston Dash in Houston at Shell Energy Stadium. Um, I The game was unfortunately broadcast on CBS Sports, so like nobody could watch it. Mario, how did you watch the game? I watched the game through slack updates for the first like 60 minutes through slack updates and then um i heard radio for the rest of it mainly because i was picking up food for the kids (laughs) i was actually up in the central coast eva played at a winery outside of fast roblos so i air quotes watched the game via twitter and texts with you and our, our friend of the pod, Richie, we just were mostly screaming and <laughs> no one could update Twitter fast enough. Like we ended up going to dinner to grab some barbecue after the, the gig was over. And it was funny because I'm just sitting there like, I'm so sorry. Just like refresh, refresh, refresh. <laughs> trying to, And it was like goal scored. Nobody knew who. And I'm like, somebody tell me. And <laughs> I got there. So we won. We brought home those three points. 
we much needed three points. Man, what a game. So Houston scored in the 44th minute in the first half. So we've been there before. We know what to do. We know what needed to happen. Um, according to Becky, at the half, they talked about understanding like what happens when you're down one nothing, where like you get in your head too much. And like she basically just said, we had to calm down and we had to remember to play our game. And in the second half, that's exactly what they did. They came out, played really well for the first 20-some minutes of the second half. And then as subs were being made, Alyssa Thompson came in in like the 62nd or the 65th minute. I don't remember. The 65th minute. The 65th, because I think it was right at right away. Yeah. And within three minutes, she scored the equalizer off an assist from Sav. So... Like already, so we're we're back in it. And the reason I know I was uh, that I was following the game on Slack for the first um, sixty or so minutes was that right when I got into my car and iHeartRadio started to play, I hear Alyssa Thompson on a breakaway and goal. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like as soon as my phone was able to connect. <laughs> That's amazing. So we go, like, we equalize, we're playing, we're doing the thing. Subs are made here and there, whatnot. In the 90th or 91st minute, so 90th minute plus the first minute of stoppage time, another amazing boot, like a long ball from Angelina Anderson gets the ball up the field. Alyssa, it gets passed to Alyssa. She passes it out to to Katie Johnson, to Kjo, who then immediately sends a rocket to Savannah McCaskill, who's tearing down the pitch and scores probably the easiest goal she scored all season, all Angel City tenure at this yeah. point. The most beautiful goal, like in front of, like she scores on the same side as our bench. They go bonkers. Like everybody is just losing their mind. And two and a half minutes later, they called the game. Like we won. Yeah. Just like that. No big just deal. Just like that. Um, that, the, let's see, what is this? The 20 some odd minutes from the Thompson goal where we equalized it were some nerve wracking. I mean, nerve wracking. I mean, just going up into the half. And going being down one to nothing and then starting and then not scoring for another like you know 20 from there um, it's just crazy nerve-wracking but then you tie and you're excited and you're back in this but you also know that tie is not going to be enough right and you also know that the other team needs to also win the game like there was a lot on the line this weekend and they pulled through and it was absolutely fantastic like the the thought process of the team being full of playmakers who at any given point can lead the team to a win was evident this weekend. Yeah, it was. Oh, and Angelina had nine saves. All of them great. Like, insane. Oh, amazing. I honestly, she's been, as, as the opportunities that she's had, she has come through and she's nailed it and... I, yeah, I just want to keep seeing more of her on there. Yeah, I I really fully believe that she's the future of this team. So, and that's in no offense to Dee Dee, but I know that we're on borrowed time. Yes, 
Yes. And and I think it's always good to prep for the future before it's too the late. The future like, you comes. Want, yeah. Yeah, before the future comes. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like Didi has been great with the team. Um, she's been solid for you know that having that first year as our as our keeper and what mm-hmm. she's done this year there have been a little slip-ups here and there but i think uh the chance it's it's not so much you know there's been there's been the issues with dd right yeah. everybody everybody's had their opinion about dd's performance and whatnot and i like we're like i said we're she's done an amazing job I think, too, like last season, she had to carry so much of the defense on her back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this season, she hasn't had to, and it's probably been a really nice break. (laughs) Yeah. But I think this is the better of the two outcomes, right? One, you're either the keeper that is on their their downhill trajectory and, like, you're just kind of falling apart, um, which I don't think this is what it is, and I don't really see it. I think it's more of having... Angelina being stepping up at the moment she's mm-hmm. been given and taking the reins and saying like, look, I'm here and I can do this and just being given an opportunity. And, you know, you just kind of keep getting those opportunities if you keep showing up for it. Absolutely. So, so we've got much needed points. Like we were saying, yeah. we needed these six points for these mm-hmm. last two games desperately. <laughs> If if we would have won against Orlando. Yes. If we would have won against Orlando and this one, we would have been pretty much set. Like there would have still we still would have had to have an outcome, but you know, we're we're golden. We are flying high. And the no points, all the points dropped basically. We're we were really going into all we're still going into all of this very much in a we need every single point we can get so let's go into the standings before i get into the standings i got a little small gripe with the nwsl here (laughs) (laughs) so prior to the orlando match or the the week of of that match right the the of all the matches they put out this tweet about or like they put out the tweet and then like meg lenahan like like quote tweets it or whatever everybody did everybody picked it up but they're like there's this crazy 729 outcomes possible this weekend that will affect the table okay granted i did not catch it right away and then i finally looked it up it's just a straight up freaking permutation calculation it's not (laughs) it's not a big fucking deal like every single week has 729 possible outcomes (laughs) this past week had 70 29 possible outcomes to uh, this weekend on decision day will have 729 possible outcomes it's not a big deal they made it this such a big deal like this is the first <laughs> time ever like no okay they didn't say it's the first time ever but or anything like that they just stated what it was but everybody started picking it up like it was this amazing thing and in my head i was like oh they're like calculating with Casey at Kansas City not already being eliminated, so their outcome doesn't matter to the larger thing and blah blah blah. Yeah, no, it's just straight up <laughs> just three to the power of six. Yeah, you know, three outcomes per match, six matches. Three to the power of six is seven twenty nine. So, <laughs> if you want to know how many outcomes there possibly are coming in on decision day on on Sunday, there are seven hundred and twenty nine possible outcomes. With all that being said. 
currently we are tied. Back to the regularly <laughs> scheduled program. <laughs> currently we're tied in eighth place with 28 points. Tied with Orlando. So every time we go back and we think about where did we lose the match? Guess what? We lost against Orlando and now we're still tied with them. So yep. we're tied with them and we have one less goal in our goal differential. We actually both have negatives, but Orlando has a negative two. We have a negative three. So we've been talking about it. We need every single point we can get. And I mentioned it in the last pod and probably in the pod before that. We need to go undetweeted in five. So we had this amazing run where Becky could do no wrong seemingly and we did not lose in what was it 11 11 11 matches and you know what we lost it 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 happens was it ideal that we lost when we did not really but 11 is an amazing stat on its own oh absolutely and like i said it i think last episode if it had to happen it happened at the like in the right game yeah so with that we need to start a new undetweeted streak and it needs to be five and those five are going to take us straight to the championship one down four more to go let's go let's go and the thing is too like right now our record we've got seven wins seven losses and seven draws as far as i'm concerned it's lucky, lucky sevens going into the last weekend. I tweeted it. We got this. Like it's in, it's in the bag. It's, it's ours. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were, we were talking before we started recording that like, yes, crazy that we're in the same situation where we're heading off into decision day where it's a must win situation, but also we don't control our destiny. So it's like a must win plus other things need to work out for us. Last year, I was wishful, hopeful, yeah. but not entirely confident with what we were doing heading into that last match. This year, I'm still hopeful and wishful, but I have that feeling that we can pull this off. This team, this yeah. squad can pull it off. There's um, a there's actually a, a sense of like confidence and trust that they can pull this off. Yes. And that confidence and trust wasn't there at the beginning or even up to like halfway through no. the season. You know, it's very no. much a, a tweed era thing. So, uh, yes, still not in charge of our own destiny, but we're still not out of this. A, so here, I know in the past episodes i've been going on these crazy rants and (laughs) honestly i could have been wrong half the time because there were so many things that needed to happen but in this one i feel pretty confident it's pretty straightforward because it's the last game right it's (laughs) yeah there's there's not as much to decipher i only i only figured out a couple of these 729 outcomes (laughs) that can possibly happen this weekend but it's the important ones (laughs) So in order for us to make sixth place, so to squeak into the playoffs and kind of make our first playoff berth, FC needs to win to make it to the playoffs. And Chicago need to win or draw. 
or Houston need to win or draw or Kansas City needs to win. Any one of oh. those outcomes with our win will put us in sixth place. Dang. And then it gets easier from there. Also more improbable from there. <laughs> <laughs> we will get bumped up to fifth place if if you go a pick two of any one of those three outcomes, right? If Ooh. Chicago win or draw, if Houston win or draw, if Kansas City wins, any combo of those two puts us in fifth place. Not a huge difference between fifth and sixth. It just means we'll we'll be playing someone slightly different in the table. Right. And now the one that I've been kind of <laughs> pushing every now and then, and it's still a possibility. Like I said, each place gets more improbable. We can make it to fourth place in this topsy-turvy world of, of pure insanity of decision day. If all three of these happen, Chicago win or draw, Houston win or draw, and Kansas City win, we're in fourth place. And you know what fourth place means? A home playoff match in the first round. It'll be and the only... Of- all of these are dependent on us winning, right? Like we, I mean, obviously we have to win regardless, but. Absolutely. If, if we tie, if we tie or lose, like none of this means any shit. So (laughs) (laughs) like I would have done all this. So, so Becky and Allie, Paige, M.A. Sarah, Sarah, Megan, Jasmine. I know you guys, you guys listen to us. You guys, you know, probably play this in the locker room while you're training out in the Million Oaks Valley. Just know this. I've put a lot of time in figuring out all these things. So please just give me the win. And, you know, I'm pretty sure the rest will figure itself out. It will. It will. I have faith. (laughs) And so all of that, all of that just brings us to... One of the most important, the most important match that we have all season so far. Uh, We're going to be leading into our look up of Angel City versus Portland Thorns. This will be the fourth matchup this year because of the stupid Challenge Cup that makes us play a billion times with everybody on the West Coast. (laughs) We will be playing at home in BMO Stadium, which is amazing. It's also going to be Fan Appreciation Day and... Uh, Indigenous People Celebration Day, which I just found out like today, didn't realize. Yeah, that I think was they already... just announced. No, I think they just announced it. Yeah, today. they just announced it. Yeah, so it's always been Fan Appreciation Day because it's the last home game, but it's also the Indigenous People Celebration Day, and that is amazing. I love that. It's also going to be a full-on fan fest, a brunch, a, a an brunch, early fan morning fest. brunch fan fest. So. Yes get there early we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more later but yeah get there early be ready to be there all day yes and then so just to reiterate if you're new to the nwsl if you're new to the way all of this kind of works out this sunday is also known as decision day every single team will be playing at once so all six matches happen concurrently everybody will be playing at 2 p.m. Pacific for us, right? So they play... No stress. N- no stress. So <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, 
the people that know will be will have one eye like us will have one eye on on the field and one eye on the phone on like mm-hmm. fop mob or something <laughs> yeah keeping an eye an on those stores battery and a charging cable like we will be i i will try to update our socials as like i don't i don't know if that's going to even be possible like <laughs> yeah yeah um a girl can hope <laughs> All right, let's let's get into it. What what are we looking at for this? You know, okay. no big deal. Last game, yeah, no big deal. Last game, we we've got this. But the like one, I want to say the craziest thing, and it's definitely not. But that one of the biggest things is that this is not a throwaway game for Portland. They're looking to win the Shield, and if they beat us, there's a bigger chance that they win the regular season. Like it's just a tough game so if they if they beat us they actually do win so um, yeah portland uh, is in the lead right now and so they need this win to win the shield uh they're in first place san diego's in second both of them have already clinched the playoffs mm-hmm. crazy that no one else has clinched the playoffs up to this decision day so yeah three four Five and six are all up for grabs, basically. But yes, they are going to be going for the shield because the shield has not been clinched. They've clinched. No. They've clinched either first or second already, so they have a buy. They they're not playing the first round of the right. playoffs. But the shield has not been decided, and it's going up to this last game, which is insane. Mm-hmm. So, of and course, if- when. If the Wave fans, if they know what's good for them, they will be cheering for Angel City for this win if they want the shield. Like, we need our fan base and San Diego's. <laughs> so since we're definitely, most likely, probably, hopefully, crossing my fingers and toes, going to beat Portland, Portland fans are going to be Louisville fans. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they're going to be pushing for Louisville to beat San Diego. Because if they both lose, Portland still wins the shield. <laughs> exactly so it's that's like the most like, anticlimactic version of way, <laughs> to, to win the shield <laughs> yeah so it's gonna be really interesting portland has won the shield a couple times before they know what it takes and i think that's the biggest thing is that they have such a big playmaking ability because their roster has longevity They've been around, their team has been, like the the major roster members have been there for a long time. And everyone they've added, like Sophia Smith and players along those lines, like everybody is just at that same level and they have a very cohesive unit on the pitch. For those who didn't see, Sophia came back from her MCL sprain. I know when it comes to knees, there's a lot of, three-letter abbreviations, your MCL is the ligament that supports the inside of your knee, like the side closest to like the middle line of your body. So it's a it's a very important ligament for soccer and moving your leg in specific directions. Um, but that's a big thing to come back from. And she is taped up. I yeah, don't know if you it saw looked her. Like, it looked like she had yeah. like an entire sock. Yeah, like a big old white sock around her knee, which is also like protective padding and stuff like that. So who knows how much time she'll see, you know, we'll 
We'll see if she's playing as needed or I mean you you sent me you sent me the the video of her coming onto <laughs> the field and then you know I replied with my favorite uh, one of my favorite gifts. I have it saved could because I use it quite a lot. And I said, you know, this is this is great for her. Love that Sophia's back so quickly and it wasn't anything too detrimental to her. Mm-hmm. But also I sent you the uh, the gif of John Lackey during <laughs> yeah <laughs> during the Angels like- the World Series run where he yells fun <laughs> straight into the camera while on the mound. And if you've seen yeah. it if you've seen it oh. um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If not take a look at our socials and you'll see it. Yeah, so I just looked it up. Sophia only played 7 minutes. I really hope that's all she's gotten her for our game. <laughs> like no offense, she's a wonderful player. Most other times, I would love to watch her play a full 90, not not Sunday. <laughs> no, ma'am. And if if and when we make the playoffs, if we get matched up against them, again, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, that's that's my talking points on, on Portland as a whole. Like, they're just, they're going to come in and, and they know what it takes to get there. So don't be surprised if they pull out all the stops. Like, they're prepared for this. Their coaching staff is, their players are, and we need to be prepared for that type of mentality as fans and as a team. But yeah, I think like, I mean, I have full confidence that we can pull this off. We've beaten them before, both at home and in in Oregon. So let's yes, go. It's possible. It's doable. Yeah. We know we know what, what needs to be done and it, we've done it before. So let's do it again. Very much so. So when it comes to Angel City, I couldn't really pick specific players to pull out that we need to watch for them or, or anything like that because it's going to take every single person on the team, whether they're on the pitch or not, to get this win. From Inclu- training, from, yeah, you know, just confidence boosting, just hyping your own team. Everybody Absolutely. is going to be essential. Every single person, coaching staff, training staff, front office like everybody has to be locked in this week including us like the 12th player of angel city is our fan base it's so incredibly important like i am full fully 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 counting on the fact that we're selling out and it's gonna be packed at bemo it's gonna be loud as shit and i'm 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 sure it's freaking pumped i'm sure it's sold out this is definitely gonna be a twenty-two thousand strong matchup at at BMO because I tried hooking up a old coworker of mine with a a service executive uh, with the team on ticket sales and uh, trying to get them to do you know a, a group sale for them because they were going to buy I think they wanted like fourteen tickets or something like that it was going to be a big group and there weren't any at all and this was this was are you serious this was over a month ago. And then, uh, and then I went, you know, as a season ticket holder, we have that season ticket holder yeah, there's portal. Nothing. There is nothing. Yeah, because I tried it. to get a couple of tickets for my friend that's going to be in town. And I was like, uh, there's nothing. <laughs> nothing. So it is going to be 22,000 strong. Yeah, absolutely. And as a fan base, like we show up and we show up big and loud and strong, but there are always these lulls throughout the game. 
And like, we can't do that on Sunday. We have to show up and stay invested and stay rowdy. Like, there are only a handful of teams who pack out their stadiums every game or, you know, like the rain for, for Pino's last game, they had to keep opening up sections. Yeah, they, they to, broke a record, right? They were like at yeah. 30-something thousand, yeah. Which absolutely, like absolutely that should always happen. They should just keep it open for all, like, you know what I mean? Don't limit how many sales yeah. or ticket sales you can have. That just seems counterintuitive to growing the sport, but that's a different conversation for the offseason. But there, there really are only a handful of teams in the league right now who show up the way Angel City does. Portland is one of them. Like, I, I want no disrespect to their fan base because they show up and they've been showing up for a long time. But they get loud. We can get louder. You know, like, you have these players who deserve to be playing in front of packed stadiums, and we've been able to provide that environment. This time, we need to be a little more menacing. Not, like, not like men's soccer violent levels, but, like, <laughs> an intimidating fan base. I um, want I want to hear <laughs> I know I know that some of the chants to some people can get pretty wordy that <laughs> that the that the supporters are chanting but I mean that's just the passion that they have and absolutely it, it comes out that way you know the drums and the uh the words and everything like that mm-hmm. but I just I want a beautiful like chef's kiss like call and response ACFC throughout the entire stadium. I, oh, give it to me beautiful. in my veins. Like, give be me the, the level of just accuracy when it comes to a chant in the whole stadium. I cannot wait for the day that occurs. And I really hope it's Sunday. That yes. would be, I will probably cry. Like, it, it's going to be freaking bonkers. And so like, I'm going I'm to clip that and make it a little like Instagram, TikTok <laughs> video and be like, and everybody I needs so... to share this. Let's get this going. Let's get an ACFC call and yeah, response like, going. Even just before, like when they're they're getting out on the pitch to to kick off, like just start it there and see how long we can we can take it because it's one of those like everybody has to be all in for ninety plus minutes. The team itself has absolutely bought into the philosophy that it takes all of them and that any one person can be the game changer. That was evident, evident this weekend in in the game against Houston. Like they knew that no matter what, somebody had to keep the spark going. And if that means you pass the torch to the person who has the energy, then you do. And the way I see it is that as the fan base, we have to carry the torch and they have to just do their job. You know, like we have to maintain that energy for them the whole game because as as it was coined so loudly and such on such a repetitive level in the 2019 women's world cup to score and to be great you need an individual moment of brilliance this is also something that eva's mom has like collected as one of the things it's like you just need an individual moment of brilliance so it's (laughs) it's in the the vernacular of my like circle but that's the thing is that those moments are brought on by the people who think they can come in and make it happen at any given point, which this team believes in. And collectively, we should too. Like, we have to believe in them with the same ferocity that they believe in themselves. 
with a note like there can't be any doubt in this stadium it's one of those everybody needs to walk in like we're walking out of here with three points today yes so we're, we're walking out with three points and a playoff mm-hmm. berth and a playoff that's, spot that's what we're exactly doing. so if you'll be there on sunday get hydrated get bring snacks for for fan fest like there'll be food trucks get yourself ready because we're gonna give portland hell for 90 minutes at minimum probably more but yeah that's that's my who to watch what's important we just gotta win and we gotta show up as a fan base for our team yes definitely so over overall the history between this these two teams is a lot given the (laughs) fact that we have the challenge cup experience rest in peace challenge cup thanks but no thanks (laughs) thanks but good yeah (laughs) you need you need to go and work yourself out and then you can come back when you're better and don't (laughs) put players and teams in harm's way but overall our record with portland we have won twice we've had two draws and portland has won three times so obviously we need to level it out a little bit and win to make it three wins to three wins that's all i'm saying because this season so far we've had the draw against them in the regular season and then we split in the challenge cup so might as well let's 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 make it let's make a three win and three win tie Mm -hmm. and then you know what we'll get that extra win if needed in the actual playoffs absolutely absolutely we'll go up we'll go one up (laughs) great all right so we went through this one pretty quickly because it's pretty straightforward and it's pretty simple in what needs to get done simple but it's going to be tough yeah we need a win we need a couple results to go our way which are very much in the realm of possibility so let's go and if if the results don't go our way, but we have a great dominant performance for our last match, the the interim Becky Tweed gamble is worth is it. just solidified, and it was worth it, and it brought us yeah. from the from the brink of not the brink we were dead last at one point. <laughs> yeah, the depths, the depths <laughs> yes. of of the standing. So, yeah, and I if will there's, say. Win, win, draw, or loss. If there's, if there isn't a, a contract for Becky with an inked pen, an inked a, a quill and a dipping inkwell <laughs> ready for her to sign, I don't know what's going on. But it's it's been a great. She's had a great. She's been a great inspiration to the team. A great inspiration yeah. to what how they've been able to gel. It honestly was like a freaking light switch as soon as she came in. Mm-hmm. So. Let's yeah, let's keep it going. And when that that tenure changed and Becky took over, I said that our ho- my hope for the team was to at least get to the point of last season. Yes. And we're sitting at that point right now with a lot more motivation and a lot more momentum behind us than we did last season. It's not just grasping at straws where we need I mean, granted, we need other teams to win and lose and do the, all the things they do in order for us to make the playoffs. Similar to the way we did last season. Yeah, but it was but such it a tight table different. that there's there's such yeah. a tight table that there's multiple 
variations yeah. of what can happen. I think last year there was really only one. Like we were waiting there was on one. one team. Yeah. So. All right. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so proud of this team. I, That's all. I, I am. I am 100% proud. Okay. So next match, October 15th, decision day will be Angel City FC versus Portland Thorns FC. We're going to be at home, BMO Stadium, 2 p.m. Like we said, Decision day means every single team is going to be playing all at once. So 2 p.m. And that means breakfast burrito time. Fan <laughs> f- the, there's going to be a fan fest and it's going to start at 10 a.m. So get your ass there early. Get it there early. Get your get there early. Get your your face tattoos, your face paint, your uh, your drawings, your postcard that you want to write like uh ali give me your jersey i love you you know get there like parks and rec treat yourselves it's like (laughs) fan fest treat yourself face tattoos treat yourself burritos treat yourself like that's the level bring your food bring your bring whatever you need to get through fan fest (laughs) (laughs) yes it is. It's our treat yourself moment. Oh, yes, it is. It is very much so. So 10 a.m., <laughs> get yourself there early. Enjoy the festivities. With a 2 p.m. game, gates always open at 90 minutes beforehand. So 1230 will be when BMO opens. You can get inside. You can get yourself some beers on the inside. Use the toilets when nobody's there. All that good stuff. <laughs> really the best part about getting yeah. in early. <laughs> exactly. It'll no lines. No lines. And no porta potties outside. <laughs> and so if you can't make the game, I am sorry. And I wish you luck in trying to find tickets to this game because it's going to be electric and it's going to be fun. But if you can't make it, get yourself to a war. Get yourself with some friends. Just order some pizzas. Get together in someone's house. It's going to be on Paramount Plus streaming in the U.S. No more goddamn CBS Sports for any of this. <laughs> and for those of you who are going to be watching from home and want to watch multiple games and stress yourself out to no end, the NWSL is streaming all all of the games on Sunday on Paramount. No CBS, no other garbage. Everything will be live on Paramount Plus. Get your iPads, your phones, your tablets, your yeah. TVs, log in, log into every everything. device. Have them set up everywhere and do your own red zone. Um, you yeah. know, have one person switching the main TV and then you won't, you'll never miss anything. <laughs> if you're international, you can always watch it on nwslsoccer.com. I know a lot of people that had to VPN for this last game because of the stupid CBS yeah. and sports thing. You know, I don't mind if it's, if it's on CBS, great national exposure. CBS sports. exactly. Uh, Nobody has it. You already made everybody else go through a paywall with Paramount Plus. Why give them mm-hmm. another freaking why, paywall? Why do another yeah. one? And honestly, if you're on the road, if you don't have a place to sit down and watch this, I cannot recommend it enough because I have been doing it since this entire season. Mm-hmm. Same. My brain is probably not the sharpest, but I'm going to say it's. it was also last season. Yeah. <laughs> the iHeartRadio broadcast has been amazing and we keep talking about how amazing it is and literally half the games that are away one of us or both of us have listened to it on iHeartRadio um and we just haven't given them a shout out but Isaac 
Lohenkron and Tracy Bailey being the announcers for these games on iHeart just make things better. The Yeah. The, we always we always talk about call. like Yeah, the call is amazing. Isaac's frenetic like energy it makes you feel like you're there and you're watching oh, it and I love it. Although his, his call of the last game though legitimately when I was watching the highlights got me super in my field. I teared up because after Sav's goal and once the final whistle blew, he just was like, there will be tomorrow. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, here comes Tears. the waterworks. Here comes the waterworks. <laughs> it was absolutely beautiful, beautiful call of those goals. As much as we appreciate and love the fact that it's on Paramount Plus and it's available to stream from wherever you can, those are going to be, in a sense, national broadcasters. They're going to be somewhat unbiased when it comes to their call of the game. iHeartRadio is nothing but biased. It's nothing but <laughs> Angel City, <laughs> rep in Angel City. So if you really like, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be past like throwing on the Paramount Plus and then, you know, doing a little syncing. Muting with, it. And, muting yeah. it and syncing <laughs> it with some iHeartRadio. Um, they, I think, I think they need to do a, what, what, MLS does uh, with Apple TV where like you can you can actually listen to local to, radio broadcasts yeah. um, as the alternate audio. Yeah, MLB I does will, that too. <laughs> I will 100% support that for the next media rights deal that the NWSL is going did, through. Yeah, I say they did just sign that big four-year deal. So just FYI, this would be great. <laughs> yes, yes. Get our, wish list, our wish list item. Yeah, and let's keep, let's keep Isaac and, and Tracy on that, please. Mm-hmm. Hope they enjoy it as much as we enjoy them. That's for sure. All right, everybody. If you made it this far and stuck with us through standings and me like waxing poetic about the importance of fans and gushing over how much we love the iHeart folks, hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Um, Check out casualfc.com for any additional links that you might need. If you have somebody who wants to listen but doesn't know how, that's the place to get them links to do so. Um, If you haven't already, follow us on social media at casualfcpod on Instagram and the three T's, Twitter, threads, and TikTok. Tell your friends about us. We hear it brings good luck. We've said it for the last two months. It's doing wonders. So just tell people just talk about it at the grocery store at starbucks whatever if you want to see our almost east bay catalog worth <laughs> of merch and upcoming merch ideas make sure to go to shop.casualfc.com for all that good stuff and like i said way more to come we're just kind of getting started on making our crazy ideas come to life this entire podcast being one of them And if you feel so inclined and want to help support the pod by buying us a coffee, check out any of the links in our social media bios or go to buymeacoffee.com slash casualfcpod. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Shout out to Christiana, who's been a helper with some of the Descript podcast editing feedback and stuff on uh, the forums and she is a portland thorns fan so this this one's 
getting tagged on her. <laughs> ta- <laughs> she's getting no tagged thanks. in it. Yeah. <laughs> Good Definitely. luck. And quick shout out at the very last minute to everyone who has listened thus far, especially the Crawford family. Um, big, huge, gigantic supporters of the podcast. And Josie is now like podcast queen. We've shouted her out a couple times. She had a little guest interview situation at a fan fest and wound up on Paige Nielsen's podcast. She's becoming somewhat of a celebrity. I mean, um, her celebrity status went up also it because went through the roof <laughs> through through no idea of my own. <laughs> I got contacted. It was just things happened. Things were put in motion, and I got in contact with. Josie's mom, which I did not know was Josie's mom at the time, <laughs> to have a kid walk out with the players and just happened to be Josie. I didn't put, when she told me, oh, her name's Josie, blah, 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 I didn't put it two, to, two and two together. I wasn't at the, that was the, 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 the match that I didn't get to go to, the Orlando match. So, like, I was doing a lot of things on my phone, like, while I was out and about. And then... Like, sometime during our conversation, her mom goes, do you know Angela? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Josie was like, wait, is Mario the same Mario that's on your podcast? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. And you hadn't told me that this had happened yet. Oh, no. The catalyst. (laughs) And she had just come up to, because her dad was sitting up with Eva and I. We had an extra ticket. And... Alyssa and Josie were sitting down in their section with a, like a friend and her daughter as well. So like, it was just the best. It, yes. it was so good. <laughs> so Josie, I hope you had a blast walking out with the team. I can't wait to hear who you walked out with because I, I didn't follow up yet. But yeah, you're, you're becoming a little rising star and and we're all here for it. Yep, I can't wait till she's on the pod. It's going to happen. Oh. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But thank you to everyone who's listened. This has been like the most fun five months. This is like our last regular season episode. It is so, the last regular season. And big, you know what? Big whoa. Big whoa yes, feeling. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and we will be back, whether it's being back for a playoff a preview. Playoff run. Yeah. For the playoff run or just being back and kind of looking back at the amazingness and the ups and downs of this year but we'll be back and yeah we'll be here throughout the off season for the off season (laughs) there's a google doc going so it's the longest outro we've recorded but (laughs) absolutely (laughs) thank you everyone bye